Australia is often referred to as a lucky country due to our financial wealth and lifestyle. But that often hides what's really going on underneath. Many people worry about money, especially the lack of it. As a result, we put unwanted stress and expectations on ourselves. How can you find peace when it comes to worrying about money? This is Messages of Hope with Richard, Celia and Anna. One of the biggest causes of stress in families is worrying about money. Some might even lose sleep over it. And worrying about it too much can mess up relationships and dominate everything we do. I was going to say, that's a really, really hard thing. I guess at the moment, the biggest thing in my, in my head is worrying about my kids' future. How are they going to actually manage to live outside of the house? He's hoping that they do live outside of our house <laughs> at some stage. But, you know, particularly at the moment with the housing, as soon as things are coming up for rent, they're gone. That's stressing me. Yeah, for sure. How about you, Anna? Mm. You've got a business. Yeah, I think that is definitely the ups and downs of business is so stressful. There'll always be quiet times and then busy times. And I think depending on what sort of business you have can determine when the highs and lows are. And sometimes the lows come without realising it. And COVID, again, was a great example of, you know, people who may have felt really not stressed about money as, as business people. COVID hit and it shut down their whole business. But the big thing is, though, that money is very often something that people don't want to talk about. Absolutely. The fact that oh gosh, I'm struggling or I'm worried about mm -hmm. it. It's not something you share. Yeah, it is it is t very tough to mm. talk about it. I remember at Lutheran Care Days and people would come in very nervous, very ashamed of of uh, even just asking for money, but they were in a, such dire straits, it was their last resort. Mm. And so to come in was really hard. And But then for them to hear that, you know, this, this is normal, there are people to help, and they often left by saying, you know, thank you for caring. Or I wished mm. I'd come earlier, maybe, yes. you know? Yes. Yeah, mm. because you feel like, I guess, a failure if you haven't managed to, I don't know what where that comes mm. from, but that providing for, for yourself or your family and mm -hmm. if I'm not doing that, mm -hmm. I'm a failure. And I think too, often we cover that shame by saying everything's okay or we say, oh, I'm not very busy at the moment instead of maybe saying, actually, I'm not busy at the moment and it's affecting us financially. Mm. You know, so we use other things to kind of cover the fact we don't want to talk about our finances, which is what shame does. Shame keeps us quiet and stops us from sharing honestly about what's going on in our life. But the fact is that stressing about money is so normal. If you ask anyone in your life, do you stress about money? I would be surprised if someone said, no, nah, I don't stress about money at all. You know, the facts are that we stress about money and we worry about it and it concerns us and yet it's actually so normal. Worrying about money can cause stress in all sorts of ways, especially when we're struggling. The shame that creates can be unbearable. How do you overcome that, that feeling of shame when that's so ingrained in us. It's so hard, isn't it? How, how do you make that first step? It's a great question because the research tells us that actually shame stops us from talking about it. it. It keeps us quiet. The research also tells us to become more resilient to that is we actually need to speak it. And, and, and that's vulnerability, but actually being vulnerable is courageous. Yeah. So actually sharing our struggles with money is a really 
strong thing to do, but we need to share with the people who we trust the most. You know, talk to your husband, talk to your best friends, talk to someone that you trust that you can just go, oh my gosh, this is eating me up. I can't sleep. I'm so worried about it that I need to just share with you. I'm stressing about money. First thing sometimes is just talk to yourself. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Just what do you mean? Hit, well, just hear it out loud. Just say, oh, look, yeah, I'm like, struggling okay, here with it. money. Yeah. Okay, say you it know. out loud. Yes. Yeah. Like I know even myself, i have shout it out to God and say, dear God. And that might be all that it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a few other words in there as well. But yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's trying to stop the spiral. Everything seeming impossible, trying to break it down. And sometimes saying it to yourself is a first step to go. The next step is then, all right, how do I approach this to someone who who cares about me. So it's not even necessarily someone I might trust, Mm. but it's someone who cares about me. So it could be like a financial counsellor, someone who's independent of even my complete situation. Yeah. There's an analogy that Brene Brown uses to explain kind of how shame works and why it's important for us to speak our shame. So if you were to think about, you know, a Petri dish, like in science, where you used to put things in to watch them grow. So if you were to put shame into that, you put it in a Petri dish and you douse it with silence, secrecy and judgment. So don't talk about it at all. It's going to grow. Grow, 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 grow. You get bigger and bigger. If you put the same stress and shame in a Petri dish and you douse it with empathy and compassion, so that would be the response of the person that you're sharing with, it stops growing. And then what happens is you then feel free. Like there's something that happens within us that actually gives us clarity to be able to think clearly about what it is that's happened. And it's just an amazing experience. So just that articulating yep. of what is going on in your head. Yep, you got to speak it out. Out loud. That's what the research says. So there would be something powerful about doing that to yourself or saying it to God because he's a trustworthy, empathetic, compassionate response. There's no judgment in in how he's going to respond when I share and I speak out loud. God, help me. I don't know how to like get out of this financial stress. And you know, the beauty about God in that situation is he already knows in that space, but wants to hear that from you mm, to help you yeah. relieve that burden and that stress. Mm-hmm. Which is the relationship. Yeah. The trusting relationship thing. Yeah. yeah. Coming up, we're going to talk about how a relationship with God can change the way we see our current circumstances and how that helps when we're worried about money. This is Messages of Hope with Richard, Celia and Anna. We're talking about how money can cause us stress and how it quickly becomes the focal point of our lives. What's at the centre of your life? You know, it's really interesting. Just lately, I've had a new revelation about all this money stuff. My nana has recently passed away. And, you know, it just made me think, that's it. It actually is it. When we die, we don't take anything with us. You know, she's gone now and all her stuff is still in her house where she lived. And that's it. You do not take it with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And So what's important? Well, you know, I guess that whole thing for me, it's about the fact that money isn't actually as important as what we think it is. You need it, like you need a certain amount, but it's not that Mm. thing that money's always going to be there and that amount of money is always going to be, Mm. it's that up and downness of it. So that's never going to give us certainty in life. So where do we find that certainty in it? And, Mm. And for me, that I guess is my relationship with my family, but also my relationship with God. He's certain, 
and money isn't. That's right. Well, you can't have a relationship with your money. You know, That's it's it. It, it might bring you like um, moments of happiness when you use it, but whether you've got a little or nothing or whether you're a billionaire, there's a whole scope there. It's more about where you place money and what it actually means for you. So if you do put your hope in it, it's going to let you down. You're not going to find that joy in it. So where does joy come from for you then? I take hope that in those moments, you know, when we cry out to God, hearing the promise that he's always with us and he's always there, never will I leave you or forsake you, that no matter how low I might get, I can have a relationship with him to guide me through it. And in that way, like if I'm sitting there as a family trying to to juggle things or to work through what's going to happen in our lives financially, I can place it. I'm watching your hand movements. You're you're placing it on the side here as not in that central part. And and Mm. I think you know, you agree. It's it's your relationships with people that, like your your remember for your for your nan, not what she had and what she's left behind with her, but mm. it's it's her as the mm, relationship the that she had with you. Absolutely, that's what what yeah. you know is yeah. the important part mm-hmm. that she's left behind. Well, it's having your goal as a relationship. Mm. You know, if your goal is is to have money, you're never going to have enough. Mm. Whereas if your goal is your relationship, the the growth and the development, the joy in that, and I suppose the stress, you know, this starts breaking down things that we've spoken about, shame and mm. fear and anxiety around money and jobs. And you actually your relationships grow mm. and develop, mm. and particularly that one with God. Exactly. And knowing that, yeah, with him, you know, he says all things are possible with him. So, yeah. And the biggest thing that comes to mind for me is God is my provider. And so my relationship with him, as I, you know, lean into that, then I start to go, oh, actually, all of this stress is not my problem. Like, it's actually God's problem. He's He's my father and he provides for me. Now, that may not be in money. I might be thinking, oh, I need money to buy groceries but I might get gifted some groceries, you know. So for me, it's about reminding myself that actually God's my provider. He's my certainty. And when everything else seems so uncertain, he's the one that I come to. And he loves us so much, you know, like about how he sent his son to die on the cross for us. He doesn't judge us. He cares for us and he wants the best for us. And he understands that we need. Like, you know, Mm. it's one of the main things that Jesus actually spoke about. So he fully understands mm. that, you know, we need money, but he's trying to put it in a place to say, yeah, don't let it cause you stress or anxiety. He doesn't want us to be stressed and anxious. Yeah. So, and I think knowing that we can go to someone like God, who's always got our best interests at heart mm. and wants to help us through, I think then helps us even with our own identity, the shame, the stress mm. with money. It's, it's a freedom. Yeah. And that, and that relationship with God puts money in its place. Because then it's like, oh, no, money doesn't have to rule me. Yeah. Because I know I'm loved. You've been listening to Messages of Hope. For free PDFs, videos and podcasts about dealing with financial stress, go to messagesofhope.org.au. That's messagesofhope.org.au. Or for a free booklet, call 1-800-353-350. That's 1-800-353-350. I'm Richard Fox. I hope you can join us again next week for another Message of Hope. Real hope to cope with life's challenges. Mm